Hello, my name is Coach Pav, and you're listening to Pavcast, and this is my episode on how a dog will improve your cycling performance. First off, let's all just agree right now that no matter how much you want your cycling to improve, you should not go out and adopt a dog based on this information alone. There used to be an old TV commercial that stated a dog is for life, not just for Christmas, and this is applicable here too. Some of you may have already jumped to the most obvious reason that a dog will improve your cycling performance. Human-Animal Interaction, or HAI is proven to make humans more positive, which, in turn, will help you become a better bike rider. But there is so much more. Discussed in this podcast episode, how a dog will help you de-stress, including the effects of cortisol, epinephrine and norepinephrine in the body, and how a dog reduces cortisol, epinephrine and norepinephrine, how a dog will help your recovery, including the effects of high blood pressure, heart rate and heart rate variability in relation to recovery, how a dog improves these, and how a dog improves overall health, how a dog might improve your ability to suffer, how a dog might help you with group rides, how a dog will help you de-stress. Stress destroys your cycling performance, but your furry friend might be your silver bullet against stress. The answer to why this is might be as simple as asking you to remember a time when you played with a dog, saw one playing with another person, or even watched one chase its tail. I'm certain you are reading this and smiling just at the thought or memory of this. The effects of cortisol, epinephrine and norepinephrine in the body. For those unfamiliar, cortisol, epinephrine and norepinephrine are hormones that serve a very important purpose within your body. Like most health challenges, The idea isn't to eliminate these, but to create a controlled amount within our body, or to become more mindful of them and how they make you feel or respond. Here are some of the long-term effects of elevated levels of cortisol, epinephrine and norepinephrine in the body. Anxiety, depression, digestive problems, headaches, heart disease, sleep problems, weight gain and memory and concentration impairment. A worrying list of challenges that will ultimately hinder your cycling and performance and something you will surely want to improve. How a dog reduces cortisol, epinephrine and norepinephrine. While a study to see how a dog will reduce these hormones in endurance athletes isn't available, we can see important relationships between dogs and other groups of people. One study assessed changes in plasma cortisol in dog owners when petting their owner or an unfamiliar dog or quietly reading a book. The interaction with their own dog, and also with the unfamiliar dog, but not the reading condition, led to a significant decrease in the cortisol levels of the humans. A further study compared a visit with a dog to a visit without a dog and the usual care in the hospital as control conditions among adults hospitalised with heart failure, which can be seen as a natural occurring stressor. Significantly lower epinephrine and norepinephrine levels were measured during and after the dog visits. While we can't take it as fact that a dog will reduce your cortisol, epinephrine and norepinephrine levels, we can make a safe and fair assumption that they will. Given that simply petting or being present with a dog reaps potentially huge rewards, this is low load for substantial gains. How a dog will aid your recovery 
Now you can take this one with a pinch of salt, as the opposite might also be true. If you've read my blog or listened to the podcast on recovery, you'll know that I tried to promote a life of relaxation, sitting down where possible, and general avoidance of anything physically strenuous that isn't training. A dog won't really get you that, but there might be a nice trade-off for you. The question is, can you spare some physical exertion in exchange for all the benefits I've mentioned in this podcast? Hopefully, you'll find that a dog will improve your recovery via one of the following methods rather than they will hinder your recovery with walkies and playtime. The effects of high blood pressure, heart rate and heart rate variability in relation to recovery from athletic exertion. I doubt you'll be surprised to find out that high blood pressure, high heart rate and poor heart rate variability negatively affect your ability to recover from athletic exertion. This is in relation to your baseline and not a comparison against other people. For high heart rate and poor heart rate variability, it's fairly straightforward and presuming you have a basic understanding of heart rate training, you will know that the higher your heart rate is from a baseline measure, the harder your heart is working. Of course, the harder your heart and body is having to work, the slower your recovery. The same is true of having poor heart rate variability and we typically use this as a strong measure of how recovered a cyclist is and how ready they are for more strenuous training. The effect of high blood pressure on recovery might be something you are less familiar with. High blood pressure has a number of negative effects on performance. It lowers your VO2 max for example. But we can actually use blood pressure as a measure of how recovered a cyclist is. With most people experiencing higher blood pressure when their body is struggling to recover from strenuous training. We have a somewhat chicken and egg situation here as high blood pressure, high heart rate and poor heart rate variability are all markers of poor recovery and all might actually contribute to poor recovery too. How a dog improves blood pressure, heart rate and heart rate of variability. Again, I can't imagine you'll be surprised to find out that a dog will improve these among all types of people. Thankfully, there have been far more studies into this which can show and apply to athletes. Overall, most of these studies show that the presence of friendly animals, both familiar and unfamiliar, can effectively reduce heart rate and blood pressure, or buffer increases in these parameters in anticipation of a stressor. These effects may even be stronger with one's own pet. The simple act of just having a dog in your company can reap these really quite substantial recovery benefits. The suggestion here is that you can borrow your neighbour's dog for a bit to see if your cycling performance improves. How a dog improves overall health. The healthier you are, the better your recovery. Of course, perfection is often a fool's goal, but striving to be close to it will certainly see big improvements. Factors such as eating healthily, avoiding chemicals, sleeping well and apparently dog ownership will all improve your overall health, therefore your recovery too. In two review articles on pet ownership and human health, Wells, 2007 and 2009, concluded that there is evidence supporting the prophylactic and therapeutic value of companion animals to humans. In this case, we can see that having a furry companion will act in the same way that preventative medicine does. While the majority of the studies into how a dog improves overall health show that simply owning a dog will provide benefits, typically these benefits vary from cholesterol levels to frequency of doctor's visits. How a dog might improve your ability to suffer. Can a dog help you suffer more on a bike? Can a dog help you get a new time trial PB? Can a dog help you nail that next FTP test? The answer, apparently, is yes. While there are a few studies that have proven a correlation between dog ownership and better pain management, especially pain management in endurance athletes, reports point to a possible positive effect indicating a reduced use of pain medication, especially in nursing homes and homes for the elderly, with the presence of pets. 
How a dog will help you with group rides. Studies do tend to be mixed on whether HAI reduces anxiety and or improves calmness, especially in athletes. But in many groups of people, there have been studies that suggest animals will help. Overall, the majority of studies point to a positive effect of interactions with and observation of animals on self-reported anxiety and calmness, in particular under stress-prone conditions. How does this relate to group riding? Well, for some it might not, as it would depend on your confidence. From a personal anecdotal point of view, I remember riding in groups for the first time and being quite nervous. And I work with many of the newer cyclists that I coach, who haven't ridden much in groups, on their ability and confidence in such a situation. Certainly, the more you ride in a group, the more calm you'll be in one. But we've all experienced riders who put us on edge, especially if we've ever raced a Cat 4-5 crit. That anxiety might be causing you many issues. Inability to hold a line, inability to draft efficiently enough, increased stress and heart rate. None of these will help you complete a Grand Fonda with much pleasure, let alone win a race. While I appreciate it took a long way to get here, dogs might just help you remain calm in groups, thus improving your riding within one. In summary, like I mentioned at the start, let's not adopt a dog solely to improve your cycling performance. But if you are on the fence, I hope this has encouraged you to go to the local rescue centre and pick one up. Obviously, a dog is a significant and long-term commitment, but when you look at the passive benefits of their presence, you will see that, ultimately, a dog will improve your cycling significantly. And that's it. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Coach Pav. You've been listening to my podcast episode on how a dog will improve your cycling. If you've enjoyed this, please be sure to share it with your friends, leave me a comment or a thumbs up. Thanks again and have an awesome day.